Hey everyone, this is That Guy in Hutch, Jason Probst, and you're listening to That Podcast in Hutch. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different, and I keep saying that, and then even as I say it, I realize that we've done a couple of things that are quite a bit different. If you didn't hear last week's episode, uh, we set up in a coffee shop and recorded uh, a lot of people come in and share their Christmas stories, and that was something different, and uh, it, I hope everyone enjoyed that. I, I think... Uh, we got some really good stories from people, but this week we're on the last week of the year and I just wanted to do something even more different and that we, we're not bringing in someone from the outside today. We're, we're going to just talk a little bit about the podcast, about what's happened in the last year. And, uh, my guest, so to speak, is the guy who's always here. Uh, and he's always working behind the scenes to, uh, cover up all my mistakes and make everything go smooth. My producer and the producer for that podcast and Hutch, Chris Acker. Hey Jason, thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So Chris, is, Chris will probably uh, make me sound better than I am, but we, we do make a lot of mistakes as we're recording and there's a lot of pauses and Chris always does a great job of cleaning all those up for us and, uh, and making, making me sound better than, than I should probably. Well, thank you for that. I, I do the best I can. I'm, I'm not looking forward to this particular episode because, you know, everybody kind of hates the sound of their own voice. So <laughs> not looking forward to editing myself, but I've, it's, it's been a, a joy to work with you so far and to edit all of your episodes. And I get to see the episodes happening live, um, which is a really unique perspective, and then go back in and re-listen to them and edit them down and, and do all that. And that's been um, a lot of fun so far. Well, we've had a lot of fun this year doing this, and we've had some really good guests on. Uh, are there a couple that stood out to you that were really memorable, or while you were recording them, you were like, oh, that's going to be really good? Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the ones that really stands out, I think, uh, was Heidi. Her story of, of her daughter and long COVID was um, really touching. As someone who my, myself has some of my own complex medical conditions, it just it really kind of hit close to home for me. Uh, just her story of dealing with the medical industry and, and her daughter and um, working through all of the, the long COVID. And that one just really, uh, it was touching. I, I had a hard time not uh, not tearing up when we were recording that one. Yeah, that was a tough one because to imagine, you know, a mother talking about what her child has experienced over the last year and watching her health deteriorate. And uh, we need to have her back on to, to give us an update because yeah. I know there's been some progress made on that. And I think, uh, I think Elise is getting some of the, at least seeing some movement towards getting some of the care she needs. But that was, that was a particularly uh, touching episode. And I, I was so thankful that Heidi was willing to come on and share that story with us. You know, another one that stood out to me, uh, there, I mean, I li I've enjoyed every one that I've done, but some of them do stand out. Um, Jackie Espinoza and her mm. willingness to come on and share her story and, and just be so frank and honest about her path to recovery and sharing that story that so many people have, but don't often talk about. Absolutely. If listeners, if you haven't listened to Jackie's episode yet, go back and listen to that episode. It's, um, it's such a unique story, but at the same time, it's such a, it's, it, it's an almost universal story. Um, it's, we, it, and it's, it's, but it's a story that isn't told often enough. And it's such an important, um, such an important story for us to hear and for us to understand and for us to, um, 
get get that chance to to look into that life and experience that a little bit and and understand our community um, a, a little bit better there. Yeah, I think that's to me that was one of the things that that I really you know hope that people took away from that is that you know people if they're even if they're in active addiction are in our community and they're part of our community and and they're hurting and that our community is better if we can find avenues to bring everyone or bring bring them into our community and make them feel appreciated and and give them the you know, help them get the tools they need Absolutely. To, to get to a better place. There's that, that harm reduction and learning, learning about, um, addicts against overdose and the work that they're doing, um, with the, the Narcan and all of those, the, the tools that we have, because it's, you know, it's, um, I, I forgot the exact wording, but it's basically if, if someone dies, they can't get better. Yeah. Um, and, and so that work that's doing that, that is helping people get better through, uh, places like the Oxford houses, um, and just those those programs, it was uh, I, I loved learning about those and and, and learning about those uh, those resources that we have in our community to to, to help people to uh, allow people to get better um, and to fight against uh, fight against addiction. Yeah, and it, and you know <laughs> that's always been something I've always appreciated that once people get better, you know, once they're they're out of active addiction and they're into active recovery. Mm. Uh, they just put so much energy and effort into helping other people who aren't where they are yet. And I just have always loved that about that community. Absolutely. And, and Jackie was such a great example of that Yeah, so in, in the work that she's done in, in the Oxford houses and in the, in the work that she's doing. She was, uh, yeah, that was, that was a wonderful episode. And again, if you haven't listened to that one, I definitely recommend going back and, and listening. You know, there's a, a couple of others that I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, we went through some of the numbers today and it turns out that one of the more popular, uh, episodes was with my friend, Tim Smith, who, who wanted to talk about why people are leaving the trucking industry. And I, I was kind of, I, I wasn't surprised by that. I guess, I guess I, I didn't think it would be as high as it was. Actually, it was the most listened to episode. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't think it would be that high. I thought people would find it interesting and I thought they'd listen to it and take something away that they didn't know before, but to be the most, most listened to episode that we've done this year, that was a little bit shocking to me. Yeah. I, I, I knew, I knew Heidi's episode would be up there as one of the most listened to ones. I knew Jackie's would be, but I wasn't expecting this one to be our number one episode, but then, but at the same time, it was, it was so interesting to hear that perspective of, of kind of the, the boots on the ground perspective of someone who's who knows what's going on in the trucking industry. And it's something that we're, that's currently affecting everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that may, that's a big part of why it was such a popular episode and, uh, to, to get that perspective that we're not seeing, you know, we're hearing from, um, you know, big businesses, we're hearing from, um, legislators, we're hearing from politicians, we're not hearing from the truck driver. Yeah. Um, so, so to get that and to, to hear some of the issues, I, I, I remember what really stood out to me was, just that concept of, of parking, of being able to find enough parking and realizing like, oh, that's, that's a major issue that there, that isn't being addressed. Yeah. And you know, when I talked to people afterwards about that, I, I said, you know, that hadn't listened to the podcast yet. I said, you know, that, that he said parking is the biggest issue and one of the most frustrating things they deal with. And somebody from a small, smaller town in Western Kansas said, oh yeah, that makes sense. That would explain why 
this empty lot in my, in my town fills up with trucks every night. And I said, well, how far are you from the, the, the next truck stop? He said, oh, about 30, 40 miles down the road is the next town mm. with the truck stop. I said, yeah, that's why that's happening. They can't, they can't get in that truck stop. They can't find the parking. So they're loading up in your town with a lot. And I, I did, I did think that was an insightful episode. And I, I, like, like I said, I appreciate everyone that's come on, but some of these just have opened my eyes Mm -hmm. and my world to, to whole new experiences. Um, and I'm, I'm, that's, that's what's made doing this so much fun for me. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've been in the unique position to meet all of your guests um, and kind of be a fly on the wall while while you're having these conversations, and it's been uh, they've all been so interesting. I mean, I think of of, of Myra mm-hmm. um, and and Metropolitan Coffee, and that was one of the first uh, one of the first local businesses that I that I started going to when I first moved here to Hutch was was to Metro because you know I um, I don't drink coffee anymore because of my heart, but I still love coffee shops. It's, mm-hmm. it's always been a place that I've. Um, I've enjoyed, so I go there and I get their their breakfast burrito or their uh, get some tea there or something that I can um, that won't uh, speed up my heart rate or anything. And so to to kind of see that that inside view um, of of Metro Coffee and especially during the pandemic and those unique struggles that that small businesses are are experiencing. And um, at the time, I was I was actually working for Crow and Co. Um, so and and they're um, Metro supplies Crow and Co with, with their coffee and everything, so it was really unique uh, for me to kind of see the the inside workings of of um, where I was working and Metro and and how they work together and um, how they affect each other because we were experiencing those same you know the supply chain issues were mm-hmm. were passed down from Metro to Crow and Co and uh, we were exper- uh, experiencing those as well there, um, but just to to see w- what really stood out to me was the um, the way the community kind of came around Metro mm-hmm. and, and other small businesses and how, um, when Myra talked about Rally Reno and, and the way that the community came together around those small businesses, that was just something that felt so, just so encouraging, mm-hmm. um, especially during the time of the pandemic when, you know, everyone was having a, a, a we've all had a hard few years. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and, and so to see our community really supporting our local businesses in that way, in that, in that really unique and impactful and, uh, direct way was um, was great, and then to see the the impact that that had on on our our business owners, on someone like Myra, and the way that that impacted her, and and just the, that really tangible support that our community was giving our small businesses. There was a lot about Myra's story and about what she told us about Metro that was really remarkable, and and the way the community came together behind small businesses during that time was, was amazing, but also to hear about how hard they're working and, and everything mm-hmm. they've sacrificed and, and how little money they make at the end of the day because they're, you know, they're pouring everything into the business mm-hmm. and, and they don't have the buying power that, you know, a large, you know, corporate shop might have, uh, and just all those things, you know, trying to, you know, keep, keep staff having, keep them paid at a level that they can retain the, the, the help they need. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also like not sink the business because that's a delicate balance that they're trying to, to achieve there. Uh, that was, I was so happy with when she came in and and was willing to share that, that experience with us. Cause I thought 
she was another one who was so honest about the reality of of her world absolutely you know this is this will be our 20th episode if i if i have the count right i think this is our 20th episode and when we started this we we kind of committed to saying we're going to do one every week we're going to do it as long as we can and i've had a lot more fun i mean i think at the beginning i explained to people that i kind of dragged my feet getting started on this and it took me a while to to decide to do it and then once i started i realized how much fun it was and i got to hear all these interesting stories and sit down with people and and ask the questions that that i wanted to know and hope that that translated into things that other people wanted to know um, but it's really been a great experience and a great way to wrap up kind of the tail end of this this last year um, but now we're looking to the next year and we're looking at going forward and you and I certainly have plans to, to keep this going. Absolutely. What, what, what sort of things do you, well, I guess what kind of, what sort of things would you like to see us do in the next year? What sort of guests, what sort of stories? Um, I, I, I work a lot with the arts and humanities, uh, here in Hutchinson. And so I'd love to see, um, local music. Uh, or local musicians. Um, I think that that would be uh, a lot of fun. Maybe a, a, a special episode where we have some local music on here. I mean, we already do have local music in every episode. That's right. Uh, with Mitch. Technically, with, yeah, with, with Mitch. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun there. Um, but I'd love to see, yeah, I'd love to see more of that, kind of highlighting some of some of that that we have going on here. Um, uh, I know we've talked a little bit about the idea of doing um, uh, more kind of live episodes, mm -hmm. uh, similar to what, um, what, what you did at, at Crow and Co for Christmas, but maybe actually, actually live streaming those. And I, I think that that'd be a lot of fun, uh, and, and kind of give us just a new, uh, a new perspective, uh, on, on this show and, and, and how we're going there. And then, um, yeah, I think that there's, there's so many unique stories here in Hutchinson. So there's, um, it, it, it's almost hard to pinpoint exactly um, what I'd want to see because I think that the most interesting stories are the ones that I haven't, I don't you even don't think know about. And so I think that there's, I'd love to hear um, from students who, at HCC to, to see how, um, what that life is like. Cause it's, it's been a little while since I've been a student. So mm -hmm. I'm sure things are a little bit different now, especially in the world of the pandemic. And I think that there's, you know, I think that there's just so many stories here in Hutchinson that, that we have opportunities to explore. You know, there's, there, there's a couple of things that you, that you reminded me of. Early on in this, somebody told me, uh, you're going to run out of people to talk to. And I said, I will never run out no. of people to talk to because no. I, I'm a believer that everybody has an interesting story. You might have to dig around for it a little bit. You yeah. have to get past the, the Kansas nice or get past the... Uh, uh, kind of conditioning about not talking about ourselves or not talking about our story. But in my experience, if you can sit just about anyone at, sit them down and have a conversation and start talking, you'll find something there that makes their, their life and their story completely unique and interesting. Mm. And, uh, and you mentioned something too about the, uh, when, when we recorded at Crow and Company for Christmas, and that really got me thinking about doing where we started talking about doing a live audience, like doing a podcast with a live audience and live streaming it. Um, 
because the dynamic of doing that there and with background noise, which I know can be annoying when you're listening, but to me, it's, it's kind of, it, it's like on scene and it kind of provides that depth. Yeah. Um, but, but the reactions of other people that were in the store and seeing people come by, uh, it did get me thinking like, I, I wonder if doing something like that might be a lot of fun. And I'm certainly one that like, I'm okay with trying new things. And if they don't work, we'll just mm-hmm. say that didn't work and move on. But, but it sure seems like a fun idea to try something like that. Absolutely. And I know, um, you talked about possibly running out of stories and, and now that we've started doing this, that just seems like such a, such an absurd notion running out of stories. I mean, there's, we could almost sit outside the studio and wait for someone to walk past and just grab them and be like, Hey, come in and, and, and share, share some of your story with us. And they'll have, they'll have a story. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Um, and so I, I don't think they were at, in any danger of running out. And um, moving forward, I think that we we also have this this opportunity. You're starting session soon. You're going to be in Topeka, um, so we have that that opportunity to expand a little bit from um, from Hutchinson, and then also getting some uh, some stories from um, from Topeka. Yeah, as well. Yeah, because uh, the logistics of that. I mean, we we've had that conversation too. That the logistics of me being gone for a big chunk of, of, of the winter uh, does make it challenging to keep producing a podcast, mm-hmm. but we're committed to doing that. So I think the solution largely is, you know, we might record some on weekends when I'm back home, uh, but I'm going to bring some recording equipment to Topeka and I'm going to try to line people up to, to visit. And I've got a few already who've, who've indicated that they'd be willing to sit down with me and we'll probably keep the same format. I am going to make it more about understanding people and more mm-hmm. about learning about them and learning about their stories and what's shaped their lives. Um, but I think it'll be really exciting for people to hear from an entirely different group of people uh, that I get to spend part of my life and part of my year with every every year. Um, I think that I, I hope that that'll be as as interesting uh, for other people as it is for me. And there's a lot of opportunity up there, aside from other legislators from all over the state. Um, there are people who are up there representing different groups uh, and different causes. And mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking in my mind about some of those people, and I think they'd be interesting to bring in because they have very specialized knowledge in some areas and and probably could help us all understand some things uh, with with a little more depth and 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 just kind of open up our world to what else is out there. Yeah, and, and one thing I've appreciated about the, the podcast so far that I think would serve really well in Topeka is we're talking to people about um, such a variety of topics, but at the end of the day, we're talking to people, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's it's you know we take a topic like long COVID, and that could be a very um, you know it could just be a very scientific conversation about. Mm-hmm the the effects of long covid and but that's not what it was it was a very human conversation about heidi and her family and her, and, and and their life and i think that that gives us a that that gives us a broader perspective um as opposed to just looking at the the hard the, the hard and dry facts of something and i think that that's some that's something that we miss out a lot of times um in the legislator mm-hmm. in in uh, in politics uh, up in Topeka. we 
we don't see the human aspect and we don't see the human behind uh, behind the politics. We don't see the human behind the um, the special interest groups. We we don't see uh, we don't see the person. We just see the the facts or the 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 opinions. And we don't see the human side of it. And I think that that's something that you've been really great at at bringing in the, the human aspect and showing it. it. It becomes so much more of a story and so much more personal than mm-hmm. just these sterilized stories of 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 you know tr- trucking or these this um you know the y- y- you gave us some of the facts of overdose at the start of, of jackie's mm-hmm. episode and um but then when you started talking to jackie it wasn't about you know like here's this statistic and this statistic and this statistic it was about her experience in her life and i think that we have so much opportunity to understand more about people yeah uh, and that's what i'm looking forward to with your stories in topeka thank you I, I and thanks for saying that i i think i think that'll be i think it'll be a lot of fun and i think you're you're right it's under everything we do policy the decisions that are made uh, underneath all of that despite all the rhetoric and despite all those things we're supposed to be doing this work for people and if we don't really understand people and we don't understand what they're dealing with and we don't understand their perspectives i think we have a hard time doing the things that they need us to do um speaking of people um as we go into the next year and we start looking at what we're going to do there are things that all of our listeners can do and I guess potential listeners uh, to help us out and talking about guests and talking about people we should interview. I'm, I'm building a list and some of them of people that I want to interview. And some of those have been sent to me by listeners who said, Hey, I really think you ought to talk to this person and bring this person in. So those are people I want to get to. But one thing uh, I really hope people will do in the next year, we really appreciate your feedback. on the production on anything that we can do different some of the early episodes i remember i asked for feedback on it and people did provide that and we made some adjustments based Mm -hmm. off of that um but guest i mean i can i can think of a lot of people but i don't know some people that other people know so if they can help us out by identifying people that we should bring on that would be good as well yeah absolutely we want to you know, between you and I, we, we know quite a few people, mm-hmm. but we want to be able to get out of our own circle yeah. and, and interview, uh, and have guests on that maybe we haven't even met yet. And I think that that's, that's one thing I'm really looking forward to is again, those, those guests that I haven't even thought of yet, yeah. um, that we don't, that we don't know that we have no idea what their story is. And so absolutely. If there are people, you know, that would have a story that would be good for this podcast, reach out to us, let us know, um, get in touch. Um, I think another um, another thing that you could do, tell your friends um, about the podcast. Uh, that's that's something that as as a um, as a producer for the Salt City Podcast Network um, for that podcast in Hutch. Um, that's something that you can you can never do too much of is is sharing this podcast with other people. And um, if you you know if you're really into podcasts and you know how they work and you know how to um, how to download them or subscribe to them or stream them. Um, and maybe you have friends or family members who don't, 
Um, that's one way that you can really help us out is, is helping someone who maybe doesn't know how to get the podcast, helping them find it, helping them get it on their phone or on their computer. Um, that's something that uh, can be a, a really big help for us to, to increase our, um, you know, we, we want people to listen to this podcast. That's why we're doing it. And so the more we, we want more and more people to be able to listen. Um, and that's something I know if, uh, if you do know people who would want to listen and would be interested and are having just maybe having trouble figuring out the whole podcast thing. Um, you can reach out to me, um, at Chris at saltcitysound.net and, uh, get, I can get connected with them and I can help them figure out how to, how to listen, um, how to get it on their phone or their computer. And, um, because that's, that's one of the things that I'm really passionate about is, is kind of removing those barriers to, um, podcasting to, uh, whether that's creating your own podcast, mm -hmm. um, like you, Jason, or for people just getting to experience podcasts for the first time uh, to, to listen to them. Because I know it's a relatively new medium that not everyone is totally connected with. Yeah, and but, what, but once you get past that first step of pulling the technology onto your phone, loading in the podcast that you want, it's really pretty automatic after that. And yeah. um, it really shouldn't be a reason for anyone to not, not listen to the podcast or any podcast that they enjoy. And, and what Chris said about uh, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because what you said about sharing that that's the easiest way and the best way for other people to find out about this podcast. I think I have, what seems that the numbers indicate that we have a pretty good core group of people who are listening mm -hmm. to this week in week out. Um, but if, if you've gone back through some of these other episodes, it would be great if you could share that with people, tell your friends about it. Um, use your social media to help share it. The more, you know, the, the, the fun part of it is bringing people in and talking to them. The less fun part is talking about the economics of it and the fact that it does take money to produce something like this. It takes time. Mm -hmm. Um, and we need to build an audience that's big enough to maybe get sponsorships. Um, we need people to help support it financially, uh, through, uh, supporting you know you can subscribe to my newsletter and the podcast through substack and i'll i'll give you some of that information in the show notes and maybe at the end of the episode but uh but but the reality is is that things take time they take money and the best way for us to continue the podcast in the in the next year and and hopefully much longer than that is to make sure that it's financially viable and that comes from people sharing it, telling their friends about it, making sure that the word gets out about it. Um, if anybody wants to sponsor it, that's an option. Subscribing, uh, supporting Salt City Sound and that network and the podcast network through Salt mm -hmm. City Sound. Um, all of these things can help us sustain this and make sure it keeps going uh, strong into 2022. Absolutely. I think you know this, this podcast has been, it's, it's a lot of fun, it's also a lot of work. Mm -hmm. uh, and so again, the more listeners we have, uh, you know, the, the more people we have engaged, uh, with, with the podcast, uh, the more opportunities we have to, to continue, uh, do, doing this podcast again into, tw into 2022 and, and hopefully continuing on beyond that. I did have a moment there where I wondered if I should switch to an NPR voice or a, a PBS voice and, uh, you know, this show is brought to you by financial contributions from listeners like you. If, I mean, we joke about that, but it's, it's a hundred percent like that's, 
that's how the show continues. And if there's, um, you know, if you're interested in sponsoring an episode at all, uh, that's, that's something you can reach out to us and we can, you know, you can, we can get your, your message on the podcast. Your, your, you know, we can give you a shout out to your, your, your business or, or, um, there's a number of things we could do. Yeah. We just need to, um, but the audience is key. The more people that listen, the more, um, appealing it is to any sponsors. Um, the more people who pay for the content and help support it that way, uh, anything, anything along those lines will help us out, but absolutely make sure your friends know about this. Make sure anybody, you know, who cares, who likes podcasts, who cares about community, who cares about information and people and their stories in the state of Kansas, make sure they know about this podcast and that will help us out a ton. Absolutely. All right, so we have a good year ahead of us. We've got 20 episodes behind us, which I'm really happy with what we've done. I think we've learned a lot. We've had some really compelling episodes, and I think that we're geared up for some good times in 2022. And again, you guys, if you have guests, do you have any ideas, do you have any thoughts, feedback, let us know. And make sure you do what you can do to get the word out about that podcast and Hutch because we really like doing it and we want to keep doing it for a long, long time. And if, if you want to start your own podcast, reach out, uh, reach out to, to saltysound.net and see if we can, we can help you out there. You know, maybe you want to start a podcast to uh, compete with Jason and, and, uh, and, and get your own stories out there. Uh, uh, let us know there as well. Yeah. And you, you should talk about that a little bit more about what your vision is for the for the podcast network. Absolutely. So the Salt City Podcasts, um, it's a, the, the vision of that is a local podcast network that's focusing on, on Hutchinson podcasts. Uh, we learned over the pandemic that, um, you know, podcasts are a great way to stay connected and stay in touch, but there is a level of, of technology involved in them and a level of, of understanding and know-how involved in them. And kind of my goal and my hope of the podcast network is to remove as many of those barriers as possible. Uh, so that people who have a story, who have uh, uh, something they want to get out there, a story they want to tell, have that opportunity to do that without needing to go out and buy their own microphones, without needing to learn how to set up a podcast. You know, um, Jason, you could speak to this. You you sit down and speak into the microphone, and then that's and then your podcast gets gets published. Yeah, this is the way this happens. I come burning in here at the the minute or maybe even a minute or two late from when I told Chris <laughs> I was and my guest I would be here. I hop in, I talk to the guest a little bit, kind of a pre-interview. Uh, we sit down to hot mics. Chris records us. The mics are all set up. The gear's set up. We record. We talk for an hour. I have a lovely conversation with someone for an hour or so. I pack up my stuff, and I leave, and the guest leaves. And then uh, a day or two later, a podcast that's expertly produced miraculously appears and it's already set up on streaming. And all I do is tell people, Hey, the new podcast is out. It works great. If you, if you're thinking about doing this and you don't have gear, you don't want to buy the gear and you don't know how to produce, you don't know how to use a program like uh, audition. Is it audition or premiere uh, audition audition? Yeah. Uh, or any other sound editing software. If you don't know how to use those things and it's intimidating to learn how to do it, 
you won't have to worry about any of that. Chris, Chris does all of that. Yeah, I, I really think that everybody should be able to have their story out there. Um, and podcasting is, has really removed a lot of those, those barriers. Anybody can have a podcast uh, and, and I want to be there to help, help those, help anybody who, who's interested in that. I want to be able to, to get them online and, and get them into, you know, Apple podcasts and on Spotify and, and, and all those places where people can hear their stories. Yeah. It's, if you're thinking about it, I definitely would recommend you reach out. You can get a hold of Chris at Chris at saltcitysound.net. That's correct. Yeah. And if you're thinking about it, please do, because he makes it really, really easy. If I was trying to do all of this myself, uh, it, I wouldn't be able to do it at the rate I've been doing it for sure. And I'm no, it wouldn't be at the quality that it's being done. So if you're thinking about that, I definitely encourage you to reach out. Earlier, I said something about if you have guest ideas or any feedback for me, uh, I guess while we're sharing contact information, mm -hmm. the best way to get a hold of me is at my email, thatguyinhutch at gmail.com. Um, but you can also leave comments. Mo a lot of people get a hold of me on Facebook, you know, through Messenger. That's an easy way to get a hold of me. Um, and then I would say, too, if you're interested in subscribing, uh, I have a newsletter, uh, during the legislative session, it, it does focus on the legislature quite a bit. Um, but I'm still going to use that as a vehicle to deliver the podcast throughout the year and through the session. Um, but that is, uh, that guy in Hutch at substack.com. And subscribing and supporting that newsletter also, uh, directly supports the spot, the podcast as well. So, um, if you're, if you want to be a, a supporter of the podcast and get a, a, a very informative newsletter, I definitely would recommend that. So one more thing before we kind of wrap up here, uh, Chris and I were talking a little bit before we started recording and I'm having a, uh, legislative event on January 8th. Actually, I'm doing t two events and they're kind of a slash uh, fundraiser send-off party. Um, but that information is all available on Facebook. But we were talking about this, and we thought, Chris had, had the idea about what if, what if there are people who aren't familiar with podcast apps and they don't know how to set it up, maybe I should be there. And we invite people out to see Chris, and he can help them get these things on his phone. And I thought, that would be a really good idea. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So we'll have two events, uh, January 8th, one at, at Crow and Co. Uh, and, and one at Sandhills Brewery. And again, all that information will be on Facebook and I'll put a link to those in our show notes. Uh, and you can, uh, come out, spend some time with Jason, uh, get a cup of coffee. Um, and if you know anyone who, who would like to be connected to the podcast who isn't, I'll be there. Uh, to kind of help people get set up on their phones, um, get get the the podcast on their phone so it'll automatically download for them and they'll be able to listen to it every week. Um, we also talked about um, we'll have a little recording booth set up um, where you you have the opportunity to uh, to be on the podcast um, to share a little bit about um, what you'd like to see from the legislature. Jason, I don't know if you want to talk talk more about that. Yeah, I, I think it, it just seemed like maybe there would be an opportunity since Chris was going to be there that he could set up with some microphones and I'll, I'll probably be busy doing whatever I'm doing, but Chris will be there and he can, in addition to helping people get set up on their phones so that they can access the podcast, we thought it might be fun to have people come over and just 
very briefly say maybe what they'd like to see from the legislature this year. What would they, you know, since it is a, an event tied to that and since that's uh, starting on January 10th, that maybe it would be a good opportunity for people to just, you know, in a minute or two or three say, you know, this is what I've always wished that the legislature knew about my life or this is what I wished um, for years the legislature would take care of. Kind of like when Tim was talking about parking. I just don't know that people think about that unless mm -hmm. they're directly affected by it. So we thought maybe uh, maybe that would be a good thing to do. It could be a disaster, um, but we'll just see. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting, an interesting one for, for editing. <laughs> it could be very interesting oh, for yeah. editing. But if you feel like, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a fair thing. If people come down and we want to put those things together, uh, we could put a compilation and, and kind of try that out and, and see. So, and again, like I said, I don't mind trying new things. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll just move on and, and yeah. try something different. If, if no one, no one comes in and, and wants to speak, then we won't have an episode about that. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have, do something we'll, else. We'll, we'll find something else to do and that that'll be okay. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And again, we'll put a lot of this information in the show notes. Um, but I, I want to make sure that, uh, Chris and I take a couple of minutes to really thank everyone for listening this year and for supporting the podcast. A lot of you have stopped me, you know, when I'm out somewhere to tell me how much you enjoy it. And some, I know a lot of you have been sharing it with your friends and letting other people know about it. And it really makes us feel, well, I can't speak for Chris, but I, I think I'm right in saying this. It makes us feel like all this effort is worthwhile. Um, and it makes us feel good to feel that, you know, the time that we're putting into this and the thinking about who to talk to and how to frame the stories and how to move those along um, and how to put this content out, I think it makes us feel really good. And so I'm really, really thankful for everyone who's taken time out of your week every week to listen to our podcast and to share it with other people and to just support what we're trying to do here. Absolutely. I think the, the feedback that we get um, is so encouraging. You know, I, I, I read all the comments when, whenever we post a, an episode and, you know, even, even when there are critical comments, they're, they're always in a, um, they're always kind hearted and good spirited and helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, when we, when we get those critical comments, there's, I remember early on in, in some of the episodes, there was, um, there's a, a few comments that changed the way that, that I was doing some things to, to improve it and make it better. And so. Uh, and, and then, you know, so many comments that are just uh, so encouraging and, and, and so kind and, and it really makes this feel, feel worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you. I hope you'll keep listening. I hope you'll tell your friends and happy new year and a happy 2022. Assault City Sound Production.